so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2018. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this, ladies and gents, is a podcast about the Golden Girls where we watch an episode and then we talk about it. And we just watched season seven, episode 21, A Midwinter Night Stream, part two. Part, the exciting part two. Which aired on February 29th, 1992. And of course, is the second part. What will happen? To the first to part. Dorothy and Miles. Will Rose find out? Will Blanche get the love that she's meant to have will on this Will the curse be broken? Night? Will Sophia ruin everybody's lives and be the mean old lady that the paper boy says she is? Can Let's I tell you? Here's, here's what I... I've been thinking about this episode, and... You've been thinking. I've been thinking. Have you been losing sleep over it? No. So it's season <laughs> seven, right? They've already done a lot of the big kind of emotional stories. You know, they've done like Dorothy, you know, Blanche goes through menopause mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and doesn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've gone through, uh, a, Sophia has a near death experience. Many. You know, Rose. She's had a few near deaths. You know, they've just gone through, it just feels like. The writers at this point, it's getting to be the end of the last season. Yeah. Everybody's getting a little tired. Yeah. They, they've, they've, they've really, the well is starting to really dry up for story ideas. And they're like, what if we just do a wackadoodle, like crazy two part bananas, you know, moon party where it's like all this crazy stuff is happening and nothing really makes sense, but that's the whole idea. And it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, What's strange is why was this a two-part episode? Again, maybe because like they know they have to fill 24 episodes or whatever and they just kind of expect band they have a lot of two-parters in this Wait, episode this season wasn't mark cherry the head writer this season was he the end one? Oh, i don't know who the head writer was i think mark cherry was i don't know i could be wrong on that but um but but, but you know you've got like and he's not untalented i mean he's he no, desperate housewives no but again it's it is it is season seven it's the end of this the, the final season yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. winding down but it just feels like like Dorothy kissing my... Everybody's behaving in ways that they normally wouldn't because of the moon. I mean, I don't mind it mainly because it gave me one of my often quoted um, lines from the Golden Girls, which is, Men, Men love, love my, my cupcakes. cupcakes. <laughs> my cupcakes are moist. Oh, God, when she said that. Are moist. <laughs> and I... Oh, God. Am, I'm here for Dorothy saying the word moist. Like, like the entire two episodes are fine for the her saying moist. Oh, God. All right, well, let's... B. Arthur. B, okay, can... <sighs> like, B. Arthur saying moist is almost as good as B. Arthur reading a chapter from Pamela Anderson's book at the Pamela Anderson Comedy Central Roast, which, if you haven't seen it, you should see it, because it is so... Google it immediately. YouTube that shit right now. It's so good. And if we remember, we'll post it. I mean, I might even try to put it right here in this clip. Okay, great. If I, You remind me. 
So, all right, let's jump right in. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, we pick up where the last episode left off with Dorothy and Miles kissing, and Sophia witnesses this, and she's like, hello, Judas. Hello, Judas. After they, they finish with their kiss, Dorothy's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And Miles' like, why should you be sorry? Why should we be sorry? Once what? again, Miles is horrible. Miles really is horrible. He's horrible. Right down to his beard. He is a horrible human being. He probably has scurvy, and he's given it to now Dorothy in addition to Rose. Wait, scurvy is... I don't know what scurvy no, is. No, you don't. I think you're trying to play it off like scurvy's an STD, but I don't think it is. I think it's when you have like what a lack scurvy? of nutrition and like your teeth fall out and stuff. Can you, give, can you give scurvy to someone? I don't think you can. I mean, it's a fun disease. It sounds like it's something it you could fun. give someone. Let's get scurvy. That sounds like oh, a dance. Man, sounds I like got, a 1950s dance. Yeah, I got the scurvy. Do the scurvy. Um, he's horrible. It's funny because yeah, some people horrible. have been tweeting at us after the last episode and they're like, Miles is horrible. Miles and I'm like, really, I see it now. I see it now. Let's, I mean, let's be real. Miles could be a future episode of Forensic Files. Like, Miles is, he could probably accidentally kill Rose in the future. Like, that's how bad of a person Miles is, I think. Yeah. I mean, we already know he hangs with shady characters mm-hmm. like with the cheese man. Yeah. So Miles is a horrible human being with connections to the mob. All right. Yeah. So meanwhile, Rose is walking around offering people herring balls. I just like to see her say herring balls. We get balls and moist in the same episode. Yeah. Moist balls. Yeah, mo- <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. So I'll anyway, be here for the next 38 minutes. So <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy's feeling really bad. She, she runs into Rose who offers her a herring ball. Herring ball. And, and Dorothy's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, have you seen miles? And Dorothy's like, I'll take herring balls now. And then she goes into the kitchen and I like that. She just launches them into the sink and she sits down with Sophia and tells her she's ashamed. And uh, somebody else pointed out in this episode that she goes, and you know, in the process, I have heard a friend mm-hmm. in the process. Good old B. Arthur dictation. Good old, good old substitute teacher Dorothy with her pronunciation. <laughs> and then Sophia's like, okay, pussycat, tell me, what did you do that's so terrible? Moist balls and pussy. Same. <laughs> Oh, God. Who are you, Rodney Dangerfield? Jesus. So Dorothy's like, I hugged Miles. And Sophia's like, a liar. (laughs) (laughs) So Sophia wants Dorothy to tell Rose to fix or to remedy the curse of the strega. But here's the thing. The curse only says that Sophia has to witness the betrayal of a loved one. Not fix it. Not... Yeah, not reveal it. Not sabotage to something. the betrayed. Yeah. So it should have been. And then again, here's where we get we get so wackadoodle. Again, this was the episode where they're like, "All right, guys, the some of the jokes that we wanted to pitch in other episodes that they people were like, uh-uh, no, that'd be way too crazy." These are the jokes that made it That's in. That's this episode. Because yeah. we learned that Sophia lent out Dorothy for psychological experiments that made her really good at mazes, so that when oh, Rose really? comes in and she's like, "Dorothy, where's the cheese?" Dorothy's like at the table, right turn, left turn, front turn. Must find the cheese. <laughs> That's upsetting. Why? Because clearly 
Dorothy's mind has been conditioned in a way to, to when genius. she hears the word cheese to suddenly relive trauma of of nah. being in a maze nah, in I a think, maze. I think it's actually it made Dorothy smart and mm. an analytical person that she is. And I think sometimes traumas can be turned into strengths, which Dorothy clearly has done as now a cheese lover. I found it to be incredibly upsetting. So then Rose comes in. I wish my mom would have used me as a kid for experiments. She just let me watch TV and eat a lot of Pop-Tarts. Well, that sounds like an experiment. Love you, Mom. (laughs) So then Rose comes in, and Dorothy's trying to find a way to to tell Rose, but she doesn't want to come right out and say it. So she's like, and again. She gives a metaphor of cupcakes. She gives a metaphor of cupcakes, and it's like, You've known Rose for how many, for seven seasons now. You know that whatever you tell her, she's going to take it literally. Yeah. Because Rose isn't the type of person to understand analogies, metaphors, any of that. So she's like, okay, Rose, you know, you make Miles cupcakes. But, you know, let's, let's say that even though Miles loves your cupcakes even more than life itself, one day he decides to try someone else's cupcakes. My cupcakes. Dorothy's cupcake. And I, in a mad, passionate moment, forget myself and let him try my cupcakes. And then Rose is all... I'd like to think I'd understand. <laughs> and, then, and then she goes like, but come on, Dorothy. I mean... Your cupcakes are on. dry. And tasteless. Mm. And then she There's says... There's nothing worse than a tasteless, dry cupcake. I agree. Even if you get a good frosting on it, if that cupcake is dry, you might as well just be eating frosting in yeah. a cracker. And half the time, too, I only want to eat the top of a cupcake. Why don't they just make the tops of cupcakes? Who needs the rest of the cupcake? Well, some it depends on the frosting to cupcake ratio, because sometimes what I like to do is I like to cut the bottom of the cupcake off and then put it on the top of the cupcake and you make a little sandwich where now... The frosting is in the middle. Wait, you flip the cupcake, the frosting part upside down no, so that no. it's like a sandwich with frosting? No. So imagine you have the body of the cupcake, right? Yeah. You cut off a piece of it. Like the very top? No, no, the bottom where oh. there's no frosting. You okay. cut that off, the bottom. Yeah. And then you take it and then you bring it to the top of the cupcake and you put it on the frosting. So now you have the remainder of the bottom of the cupcake and then the frosting is in the middle and then you have the, the top of the cupcake, which is now the bottom of the cupcake, which is cupcake. Does that well, make sense? It does. But why don't the makers of the cupcake just cut off the top of the cupcake, put a layer of icing in the flat cut off part, and then put the top back on? Because that's too much icing. icing. No, because that's too much icing. That, there is no such thing as too there much icing. There is such thing as too much icing. What world are you Some living in? Some people just sell muffin tops, which to me, that makes sense because the top of the muffin is always the best. But then, but, but the muffin is muffin all around. It's not like you have frosting on a muffin. You, you don't want less cupcake. No, I do because the bottom part is just shit usually but when you're eating just the top of the cupcake cupcake. aren't you like oh my god this is too much frosting i have never in my life ever uttered the words oh my god this is too much frosting oh i have i i when i was a kid i wanted you know the the really like like have your teeth fall out frosting from like the mashed sheet cake yes that's all and i would always want a corner piece because it had more frosting Mm. i want all the frosting Okay, guys, Wait, weigh can in. I do, can What's I do the Dor- best way? Okay, can I do yes, Dorothy's yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so I will be Rose. Ready? Okay, yeah. No offense, Dorothy, but your cupcakes are dry and tasteless. My cupcakes are moist and delicious. Men love my cupcakes. 
men would rather pay for cupcakes. And then Dorothy calls her a Swedish meatball. Um, <laughs> speaking of, I don't know if he still has it, but Kevin Klein, a.k.a. Kevco. Um, Not the actor Kevin on, Klein, but the amazing artist Kevin Klein. On either Hunties or Redbubble or one of those. But There's if a you, website called Hunty. Hunties, H-U-N-T-E-E-S. Hunty. Um, he has a Men Love My Cupcakes shirt. So you guys should Google him and you should find that shirt if you would like a Men Love My Cupcake shirt. Now I want a cupcake. Let's get a cupcake. I, well, we're I, recording. I am, I am always about a cupcake. And then. Oh, Michael has a hostess cupcake in the kitchen. I don't want to eat his. I don't want to eat his hostess cupcake. Get her a hostess no, cupcake, Michael. No, don't get me a hostess cupcake, Michael. Michael, Michael go get the don't. hostess cupcakes. So then, so then Rose goes, wait a minute. And those are filled with frosting on the inside, the way a cupcake should be eaten. Well, you didn't say that. Well, that would be. That's a, you well, said that there shouldn't be a bottom of the cupcake. But there's frosting in the middle of it, which is essentially the same thing. Okay. Wait a minute. Have you and Miles been baking together? <gasps> and then she says, and now you're in your mind, you're like, oh, okay, Rose is starting to catch on. Mm-hmm. And she goes, if I ever caught Miles with another woman in my kitchen, I'd. And then she breaks. I wish we had a can a that I could crush. Diner style ceramic mug with her hand. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is? Also, well, she would be bleeding. Well, yeah, she totally would. Well, would she, would she be bleeding yes. from a ceramic cup? Yes. It's not glass. It, it's still, that you're creating a lot of sharp edges. I suppose. But um, we, this shouldn't come as a surprise that Rose is this powerful and angry because we know how Rose gets when she gets competitive. She yeah. becomes a evil, manipulative, like angry person. So the fact that she has superhuman strength, what if Rose is actually one of the X-Men? Oh, maybe. Can I point something out, though? In this moment where she's like, wait a minute, have you and Miles been baking together? If I knew another one was in my kitchen and breaks a mug. In that moment, we're like, oh, okay, Rose is catching on. Yeah, yeah. She knows what she's actually saying. She's going, have you and Miles been hooking up? And yet in the next scene, she's like, what are you two fighting about? I don't understand. Kiss and make up. I'm like, Rose. Well, but she wasn't really. I don't think she was catching on. I think she was just saying it as sort of. No, she was catching on. No, I don't, I don't no, give Rose that much credit. No, because when you write it like that, the way that that's written, Well, for the audience, sure, you think she's catching on, but she's really not catching but on. But she is catching on. No, she isn't. No, here, here's how you would tell that joke if you wanted the audience to think she was catching on and then not catching on. Because she'd, she'd do this whole thing. She'd go, have you guys been baking together? If I found another woman in my kitchen. But then she'd have to go like, because me and Miles bake cupcakes together and I wouldn't want him to bake with anybody else because Miles sucks at cupcakes. You know what I mean? Then you'd have to play it out on the on the other side of the joke where you have her say, oh, I wouldn't want Miles in a kitchen with another woman. He's so clumsy. The cupcakes would come out terrible. Then you're like back to going, oh, she really doesn't know what's going on. Mm. We can move on. I know people are going to be maybe upset that we're spending this much time on the cupcakes. I think everyone right now is looking for a cupcake. I bet everybody. I bet some people have paused it to Postmates a cupcake. Yes, if you do, guys, send us pictures of your cupcake. Yes, <laughs> but so, make it clean. Don't know NSFW. So Rose breaks a mug and leaves, and Blanche comes in and tells Dorothy Blanche she looks has met her so soulmate. Good. Can we talk about how good Blanche looks this season? Yeah, 
We God, can. she's so svelte and cute. I mean, Blanche at any size is beautiful, but oh my God, this she's wearing these cute, hugging little outfits. Mm. Do you want to hear my Tan France impression? I can't remember if I did this on the last episode. If he, I don't think if, you did. if Blanche were to come into the room, he'd go, "Oh my God, you look so good." <laughs> right. Are you being racist? No, but that's how he says good. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. He goes, you look so good. He says good, and I love it. I think you're being racist. I'm not. I'm not being racist. It's the way he says it. If you have to say you're not being racist, you're being racist. How is that being racist? I don't know. I'm not a racist police. He says you look so good. I love it. To quote Avenue Q, we're all a little bit racist. Um, no, I'm not. If I I'm am, not, I somebody tell I me. I apologize. I mean, maybe I have cultural biases that are built I into love my Tan community. France. I'm willing to admit he that. He taught me what a French tuck is. Yeah. His hair is amazing. French tuck, like a like a drag queen tuck? No, a French tuck when you tuck your shirt in. Well, maybe it's the same thing. Yes, you tuck your shirt in in the front. No, because the balls go into you, the drag. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, so Blanche has found her soulmate. Dorothy is so happy she's in love and has completely forgotten that Rose just broke a mug in front of her. Yeah. Um, and uh, they skip around so much, but I'm just going to stick with this story for a second. So Blanche is in love with Derek, the British man who's mysteriously shown up at her party. Yes. Except... He's not bad looking. No, he's not. <gasps> Michael brought us cupcakes. Oh, we have Hostess Cupcakes now. I may eat one while we're recording. Um, so she realizes... Thank you, Michael. She... <laughs> We're eating cupcakes. Michael loves my cupcakes. <laughs> We're just going to crinkle this on the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, oh, yeah, these are old school. I haven't had one of these in a long time. So um, Blanche realizes her Grammy's necklace is gone mm-hmm. and that Derek likely stole it because nobody here at the party knows him. Yes. And she's very upset. Very. And there's a moment in the kitchen where she's she's like, she's saying all the things she wants to happen to him. She's like, and then we're going to let him rot and die in some filthy sale with the rats gnawing at his eyes. Dorothy <laughs> goes, when you pray, the kitchen almost becomes a chapel. Such a good line. And then Dorothy goes, but Blanche, what if he didn't steal the necklace? She's like, well, then we'll probably get married. <laughs> Um, Barbara comes over. I don't even care. I miss Barbara. I don't even. Barbara comes over and it's just more of that joke of like her with Sophia. And she's like, you said the thing about my sister. And Dorothy's like, she did say it. Or Sophia, she said it. Oh, I'm going to whatever. And then it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it was just Sophia causing drama with Mm -hmm. with the Empty Nest sisters. Mm -hmm. And I also think this is sort of when what's her name started leaving Empty Nest because she was having depression issues and Mm -hmm. also being a lesbian. Sounds like we're just really taking that in. I was just chewing my cupcake. Yeah, we're enjoying cupcakes, guys. So <laughs> so Dorothy and Miles are now kind of like bickering yeah, at each other. They they both feel guilty about the kiss at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Miles has finally come around and is guilty over it. So Rose makes Miles and Dorothy sit at the kitchen table. Yes. And she's like, we're going to get to the bottom of why you guys are fighting. Mm-hmm. And Miles says, Dorothy stole $500 from me. Which is insane. Because, like, insane. also, why are you carrying five? A, we know Miles is a cheapskate, so he's not going to be carrying around $500. Because no. what's he spending it on? Exactly. And B, why would anyone be carrying around $500 yeah. unless you're traveling? In which case, traveler's checks. Yeah. And then they're insured. And Dorothy's like, what? I did not. And Bl- and Rose is basically like, OK, well, whatever it is, I want to see you two kiss and make up. 
Uh-oh. This is so weird. And here's the thing. Why is it weird, though? It's weird. So the reason why they did it is because they have to actually kiss in front of Rose so that when Sophia says they kissed, Rose yeah. goes, I know it's not a big deal. Yeah. However, in the real world, if two of your, if, if you're, if, if Stan, if my Stan mm-hmm. and one of my friends were fighting. Let's say Stan and I were fighting. Let's say you and Stan were fighting. Great. I would go, hey, all right, let's get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just go kiss and make up and Why expect not? that the you two of me, you... You don't want Stan and I kissing? put your lips together and that that's going to solve the problem. Well, it, it. who knows if it would. I would like to kiss Stan. But that's... that. It's... Nobody, nobody in the history... Can you imagine... Can you imagine world? Stan and I at the kitchen table slowly, in slow motion, coming towards each other... Getting our lips together and going. I understand kiss and make up is a, it's a saying. Now you two kiss and make up. But I don't understand how they didn't do the making up part. They just kissed. And then she's like, great, that solved that. Stan, better pucker up. Here I come. He's a good kisser. I bet you wouldn't be engaged if he wasn't. I know. We talked about that on the podcast, didn't what? we? That you're engaged? Yeah. I hope I feel so. like we did. If not, <laughs> we're engaged. Um, Is it a blowgun wedding? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. So then Sophia comes in and is like, hey, these two kissed. And Rose is like, yeah, I saw them kiss. I think it solved everything. And then she leaves. That a cop comes by. Mm, yeah, because he has the British guy. Because the Derek. British guy stole Blanche's car. But then the cops are like, which, okay, dickhead cop. Like, Blanche doesn't even look that old. No, they look the same age, her and Derek. They look like a middle-aged, like, 50-some-year-old couple. Yeah. Also, I have to imagine, so the car wasn't reported stolen because Blanche didn't even know it was 40s. gone. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, guy. Um... So I, what I assume happened is that, like, the cop pulled Derek over in Blanche's car and, like, the registration didn't belong to him. So so he was like, well, let's bring this car back to where it needs to be. Well, we know that Blanche has a history of driving or ruining cars, like what she did to Rose's car mm-hmm. or when she tried to sell um, a fake car that mm-hmm. she didn't own. So, like, mm-hmm. Blanche probably had a taillight out or like something, because she yeah. probably wasn't too concerned. Right. Or she maybe drove around with the taillight out so that she would get pulled over so and hit on the cops. To hit on the cops. Yeah. So oh, like, that's great. You yeah. know, that's probably mm-hmm. what happened, and he wasn't aware of that, and that's how that all came about. Yeah. So the shitty ass cop is this like, a, "This usually happens to senior citizens. You, they're easily outwitted." Yeah. <laughs> he talks fast, and you're confused. And she's like, "I wanted Blanche to go. I gave him the car." I gave him the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted her to have like I don't. I wish her reaction was like more over the top in that scene because he is literally this cop is literally pulling at every single mm-hmm. one of Blanche's sensitive points. I want Blanche's like oh, oh, oh. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, I like, want <gasps> some sort of like obnoxious reaction, yeah. but it didn't I also come. I kind of wish that she'd slapped the cop just yeah. like a Zsa Zsa Gabor moment. This happened. I think the Zsa Zsa thing happened around this time oh, too. Yeah. Will you, Michael, will you Google Zsa Zsa Gabor slapping cop? What year that was? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's become the golden assistant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, um, so the cop leaves and after, cause Blanche was like, I gave him my car and then the cop leaves. 89. So yeah, it would have been, it would have been just a few years after this. Yeah. Um, so she takes him out on the lanai and it feels, the scene feels like a soap opera because it's like a shot of the two of them, like kind of, Oh my God. It's actually a really good shot. And they're outside and she's like, you have lost my trust. And he's, it would have been fun trying to gain it back. Yeah. She's like, and now, the, you know, uh, when you've lost my trust, there's a list of things I won't do in the bedroom. It's a short list, but. Admittedly. Yeah. It's great. Um, I also noticed when he says her name, Blanche, it Blanche. sounds a little bit like when Sven says it. It also is. Yeah. It's is true. that racist? If I say. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah, but Blanche, but yeah. that's the way he says it. As Swedish listeners right now are like, "Fuck you, Carrie." It, he's Scandinavian. Scandinavian listeners. Who's the right racist now? now? Oh, I'm I'm just bad. I'm with really geopolitics. in my head now. I love Tan don't France. Be, no. You put me. You said I was. I don't racist. even know who that is. Ugh. Who is that, by the way? Is it a woman? He's or on a man? Queer Eye. He's a man. Wait, which one is he? He's Tan France. He's he's has salt and pepper hair. Oh, he's he's yes, I know. He's the fashion one. Yes, he's the fashion one. I hate Queer Eye. (laughs) And if you want to know why, you can go listen to You're Making It Worse on Starburn Industries, a podcast where I talk about why I hate Queer Eye. Oh, anyway, I love it. I think it's really great. You're not being racist. Okay, thank you. Anyway. But you do have bad taste in television shows for watching Queer Eye. We'll agree to disagree. Um... So, uh, so he basically tells Blanche that like, you know, I was a thief, but, a f- you know, taking a few jewels isn't worth losing the most important jewel. Tell me what's on the list. <laughs> I know he's so egregiously an asshole. Yeah, he really is. Um, and, and then he starts uh, giving back her jewelry. Her ankle, ankle bracelet. bracelet her I necklace. love that she wears an ankle bracelet. That's really adorable. <laughs> My ankles are so big. I have cankles. I haven't worn an ankle bracelet since I was probably Wait, 12. Wait, what are cankles? What is it, Michael? Yeah, when yeah. your calves yeah. go right into your ankles. I have to wear. I have to no. wear yeah, my cankles. My 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 ankle ankle bracelet would be a big long necklace. So it wouldn't even be a choker. So the thing about this is that thing that makes me sad is that Blanche would rather look away from someone who's trying to take advantage of of her, so that she feels good about herself or that she, you know what I mean? Because like when the cop comes by and says like, you know, you're old or whatever, it's like, you know, and we're only just seeing like a little hint of it, but does go to show. I mean, that is true Blanche where she would rather let someone take advantage of her to not, I mean, she should have just called that cop out for what he was saying, but yeah, she should have read them both like right there in the moment. And also she wanted more than anything, like, to find to to have male attention because when you know remember in the last episode yeah the moonlight no none of the men were paying attention to her they were hitting on Sophia and Dorothy and so that's it. like she's also looking past being taken advantage of because a man is paying her attention which yeah. makes me which makes me kind of sad for her I mean I I'm not sad for her like she's an independent woman and she wants that D and you know what like if if it takes you know, sleeping with someone who maybe has a shady past. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Might make the D more fun. Maybe. For the night. So then Blanche goes inside with Derek to put her jewels in a safe. And again, he's like, there's a safe? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. Um, and and she's, then, she's gone for approximately 30 minutes doing that. 
And then... Meanwhile, in Rose, mm-hmm. with the jewel thief, mm-hmm. has a moment, which this is so out of character for Rose. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, not something Rose would ever, ever do. But he, like, mm-hmm. he basically says her earrings are pretty, and then Rose has a funny line saying, like, they're more They're expen- worth more than your lazy-ass husband will make in a lifetime. Which is That's a comment. That's how my mom used to describe them to me. <laughs> which is really funny. Um, and he basically woos her because he then sees that the earrings mm-hmm. are expensive, and he... he they passionately kiss and he tries to take the earrings off of her ear, which you would feel that because they're like in your ear. Yeah, you might. But if he was kind of like caressing the side of her face, you might be able to slip them out. You're only going to get one. You're not going to be able to just sell one. Here's where I agree with you. At a minute Millie Vanilli concert. Here's where (laughs) I agree with you and disagree with you. I agree with you because remember when uh, uh, Dorothy was dating Elliot Clayton and he was a douche, and Rose knew it, and Rose wanted to prove it, and so Rose pretended to seduce him yeah. so that Dorothy could see it and realize how bad of a man he is. So that's where I disagree with you, but where I agree but with she, you... she did that intentionally. This isn't intentional. Right, but remember with Laszlo, when... But she um, wasn't dating Miles, though. No, she wasn't dating Miles, but still, you're kissing a, a guy that your friend is after dating or in, you know no, I don't think but it's I get the what same. you're saying she does same. cheat on him she literally just well, got engaged to Miles but and remember, she thinks her and Miles are good she does think her and Miles are good but remember it, uh, yeah I guess that she thinks he's good but remember the moon whatever but remember the, also the episode where she I'm gonna cheat on Miles where she it's not even in well, the moment she is planning on it because that's when he's being a cheapskate she's not planning on cheating she's just going out to dinner like she, it's phrased as that and then she says that but it's not like an actual cheat she says it thing. in a sing-songy voice. Which is That's cute. How... <laughs> I'm going to cheat on Miles. But there is a great moment where he's like, he's complimenting her and he tells her that like her her lips are red like raspberries. And she's like, I love raspberries. <laughs> um, so yes, he goes to kiss her. And, and then the doorbell The doorbell rings. rings. Right before he's able but, to take out the earring. So Rose kisses him in like the heat of the moment. The doorbell rings. Rose starts to walk away. And she comes back and gets another one. for a second. Goes back and kisses him again. Fluffs her hair and answers the door. Which I think is so cute. And now it's another cop. No, it's the same cop. Is it? Yeah, it's the same cop. Oh, I thought it was another like, cop. And he's so relaxed when in reality there's a criminal in, in that is he's in pursuit of, if you will. And he's like very chill. He's like... So I ran a thing. He said we on. ran a make. I want to know, police officers out there, anybody in law enforcement. Because so when many you are run, listening to this podcast. When you run a name on someone, he says we ran a make on that gentleman. I can see if you maybe. Uh, on the model of. The, no, no, no. But he's saying on that gentleman. You're oh. saying like we ran, a, we ran a make and model on the car. But he's saying we ran a make on the guy. Mm, What's know. it going to come back? Like Caucasian, British, mustache. I've only hooked up with one police officer, so I don't. I, I can't speak. Would to you that. text him right now and ask? No, we're not on good terms. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he's but like, he's like, he, and he's he's wanted in four states for jewel theft. Mm-hmm. And what? But no. But wait, wait, wait. So before he even says any of that, when when Rose opens the door, she's like. God, I'm a bad girl once, and I and the police show up, or whatever she said. Of course, Rose thinks that the police can arrest you for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's like he's wanted. He's a jewel thief. He's wanted in four states. Rose turns around. She's like, "Yeah, he's right. He's gone." He's and oh then my the cop God. just stands there. Yeah, it's awkward. He, he, you think he would like chase or something? Also, 
when the when Rose answered the and door, the, the guy see? was there. The cop would have yeah. seen him walk away. This is a bad cop. He's like, hey, remember that guy that we just brought back over here two minutes ago? What if, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. What if the cop was in on the heist? <gasps> and he helped him get away. Yeah. That's why he was just standing there. That's why he's so bad at being a cop. Wow. I think I... You're on a roll today. I forensic filed that. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was... Thank you. I would clap, but... I mean... One hand's holding the microphone. Well done. Well done. Thank you. So, now... So, we're back in the kitchen. We should do a spinoff Golden Girls podcast and just make it like forensic files, Golden Girls. Golden Girls. So, now, now suddenly, Sophia doesn't want Dorothy to tell... Rose that her and Miles kissed. Yeah. Which is strange. Yeah, the whole thing, none of it makes sense. She I mean, just wanted her to tell her a minute at, ago. At this point, it's like, yeah, it's not making sense. There's no way to explain it. <laughs> so, and then fucking Miles is like, well, no, Dorothy, if you tell her, she's going to think I wanted to hide it from her. And she's like, you did. And he's like, okay, well, if you let me tell her first, I'll forget about the $500. Is this the last episode Miles is on? I think so. No. Well, maybe in the next episode. The next episode is about her buying him a birthday gift. So I think he might be in the next episode. I know. So they go out into the living room. I guess the party's over and Rose is picking up trash. And she's She's like very angry, very upset with herself. And Dorothy admits that her and Miles kissed earlier. And she's like, me and Miles kissed. And she's like, I know I saw it. She's like, well, no. We kissed earlier in the night, and it was a lot longer, and we're so sorry. And it made me realize, like, there was no reason why she needed to do the whole kiss and make up thing. Yeah. It, that, they did, you didn't need to do that. Uh, where Sophia's like, oh, it looks like she did tell her. Yeah, doesn't matter. I just, I don't think they needed it. Anyway, so Rose's attitude is, uh, well, hey, there's nothing wrong with kissing a friend yeah. or a stranger. Um, and then she kind of lays out why she thinks everybody behaved the way they did without coming out and saying that she kissed another man, but just kind of implying it. Which, I mean, I think is like kind of awesome. It's exactly what I would have done in that situation. So she's like, look, Miles, maybe you kissed Dorothy because you're nervous about us getting married. You know, maybe we're not ready, which like, again, you're old. You guys should probably just do it because well you should probably get married or you should just like dump this man yeah and then she's like and you know dorothy subconsciously maybe you were trying to block me from getting married you know because you don't want me to move out yeah and dorothy just goes yeah okay okay (laughs) okay well she says it no she says it like in sort of like a okay yeah like all right and then she goes and sophia maybe you wanted to tell me that they kissed because you're a mean old lady like the paper boy says which is so true it was so great yeah yeah i mean it was about the curse but again was it because all she had to do was witness a betrayal also like are paper boys still a thing and do they have to be boys no because we know on roseanne darlene was a paper girl she was a very bad one but she was a paper girl I don't know about here. I mean, yeah, somebody delivers the paper, but... In my community, a man and a van delivered the paper, yeah. and he would throw it out the window, oh. and he drove really fast, and it never quite hit our lawn. 
Or maybe I'm just remembering a TV show where that happened. Maybe. It does sound like a, it sounds like it was something that could have appeared in Home Improvement. When I was younger, the paper boy was a kid on a bike. It was always kids in our neighborhood. Really? Um, but but wouldn't then, the bike topple over? That's a lot of paper. Paper's heavy. Well, yeah, but you have it in like a messenger bag around your body. So even it's on then, your back. Even then, it's very dangerous. No, they would. They, that's how they would do it. They would specifically have bags like from the... Like the Boston it Enterprise doesn't or whoever. It seem efficient because, like, you can only carry so many papers. So would the kid only do a block? No. Because, I Because, like, he... what? There's, like, 20 houses on a block, and let's say, like, 14 of them get the paper. And the paper's, like, yay thick. Like, you know, like a half an inch thick or something. Like, he might refill. Like, our paper boys delivered in the neighborhood, but they lived in the neighborhood. So they could seems... always go back and refill. Also, child labor. Like, it just seems like a bad idea. Like, get a man in a van. Well, yeah, now those, like, extended where, like, vans. my mom lives, it's a woman in a car who drives around. and Perfect. But she doesn't throw it. She pulls it up. They should get one of those t-shirt gun things and just, like, poof, That seems a little dangerous. It would be fun, though. Did you ever play the um, the Nintendo game Paperboy? I never played video games. Oh, okay. Well, somebody out there played it. I'm sure somebody's on the other end of this podcast is going, yes, I, well, yes, I, take I remember. That back. I played one video game in my life, mm-hmm. and it was Mike Dennison's The Arthur game on the phone. On the phone. Okay. Yeah. That's good. You missed a lot, but... Um, I feel so Blanche- I watched Oprah. Blanche comes back after putting her jewels in the safe, which took a very long time, and she's like... Where's Derek? <laughs> he, le- he left again? And then she doesn't even care. She's like, oh, well, well, this is what I wanted from my moonlight party. I wanted moonlight madness, and I got it. And I'm like, Blanche. Like, it's, Blanche. The Where's whole- the cop? Does the cop want to take a statement? The, uh, yeah, I like, think the cop left. I think you're right. The cop has to be in he on it. He was in on it. He had to be. Where are you? Yeah. And then, um, and Dorothy's like, doesn't it feel like we just woke from a dream? And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> a 44-minute dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I just feel like I woke from a two-part fever dream. Yeah. Again, this whole episode feels like when Rose has a dream and a little romance and the women are like doing vaudeville and little people are chasing each other around the room and a psychic comes in. <laughs> like, that's what this episode feels like. It feels like... An hour of this. I this can't imagine episode, seeing this live on TV. This is the episode you should watch, like, when you're in the dentist chair and they give you the laughing gas or something. Mm. And, like, you're just laying back. So you can watch TV in a lot of dentist office now. And, like, you can just sort of put in the two episodes and just sit there and just be like, wait, did Rose... Cupcakes? Moist. What's happening? I would love to see someone would like have some kind of epiphany of like, oh, I know what this episode really <laughs> is really <laughs> all about. Like it took the laughing gas to figure yeah. it out. What the- if what if this is like that Beatles album that you played backwards and oh. it was like Satan, Satan, Satan? Yeah. What if that this episode, if we watch it backwards, it's all like Dorothy's leaving. She's going to get married. What if it reveals all the secrets yeah. from the last like episode? Like what Pink Floyd album yeah. do you have to press play right when the c- opening credits start? The, yeah. Um, uh. So then this in this episode. So then this episode ends with um, Dorothy quoting uh, Shakespeare. She quotes Puck. Nobody remembers Shakespeare that well. Well, but again, this is something it also felt weird because I was like, oh, this is what you and Miles kind of bond over. So I don't know, Dorothy, it feels like you're a little bit pouring salt in the wound. But it reminds me of the episode where Miles is like, 
I have to leave. The cheese man's after me. Turn to page 57. And he leaves his Robert Frost book of poetry behind. Yeah. And it's all very quiet. And Dorothy just like, you know, she's like, it was but a but a dream. And if shadows have offended, think what we not, blah, blah. And then, um, and then, so Dorothy reads the, the, she reads the puck quote from, from, uh, Midsummer Night's, Night's Dream. Dream. Yeah. And then, and, and you'd think that like, it's meant to end on like a poignant moment. Cause that's what happened when she read Robert Frost. Yeah. But then Sophia goes, why pardon me while I play the grand piano? Which is a great ending. No, it's not. No, it's cool. It's I like terrible. No, 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 no. I like that Sophia basically pulled the rug and was like, I'm Miss Fancy over there. No. Quoting Shakespeare. This is what I would have loved to have seen. I would have loved to have seen Sophia go, that was beautiful, pussycat. And then I wanted to see her pick up a rolled up newspaper and hit Dorothy on the back of the head. And then as she's walking to her bedroom goes, say something about, um, yeah, the paper boy was right. I really am a mean old lady. Because everybody mm-hmm. else has called her a mean old lady throughout the entire... Oh, I guess Sophia said it early on. I don't know. That was just on the spot. I think it's if good. We, if I we think... get a room going and we pitch a good a good 20 to 30 alt jokes for that, I think yeah. they could have found a better blow I'm to the mean, scene. I, do, I agree. But I do think it's good to end on Sophia being a bit of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, guys, that was Midsummer, Midwinter Nights. Oh, God. Part two. Is it uh, is it one of your least favorites? I would say. Really? Yeah. Is it like after the empty nest was episode? Was that not uh, was that not obvious? This isn't one of my least favorites because again, moist cupcakes, pussy balls, um, but uh, it's definitely not one of my tops. Like out of the hundred and seventy seven episodes that there mm-hmm. are of the Golden Girls, this is probably number like one sixty three. Yeah, I just maybe I should go through and I should rate every. I should do a scoring system for every mm, episode. That's great. And then sort it. I'm going to do that at some point. Great, you do that. I have a tie free time on my hands. Um, what's your golden takeaway? Ooh, I haven't even thought about this one because it was so bad. Um, my golden takeaway from this episode is I really do think that we should reinvent the cupcake and have it just be the tops of cupcakes with lots of frosting and, or, or just eat the frosting. There are restaurants. There's a place in New York, I think, where you can just eat frosting. No, there is, because it's next door to the Big Gay Ice Cream, which they served ice cream at the last Golden Girls live show, or one of the last ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So, that, that. That's my golden takeaway. That's, okay. Eat more frosting. Eat more frosting. Yeah. I like that you're like, there's a place that you can go where you just eat frosting, and I'm like, is it like the grocery store? <laughs> no. I mean, it's actually like a bakery, or it's like a, it's like a place that just serves frosting, and it's literally to the left of Big Gay Ice Cream in wow. New York. On East 7th, between Avenue A and 1st Avenue, I recommend people going. Um, my golden takeaway is, um, boy. Oh, boy. What is my golden takeaway? My golden takeaway is, um, just if you're wearing a real expensive piece of jewelry, just like... You know, just try to be very aware of it when you're around a stranger who's maybe giving you weird vibes. Hmm. That's a good life lesson in general, jewelry or not. Yeah. Be aware of strangers. Be aware of of, of questionable strangers yeah. who give you a bad vibe. Who's that? Oh, it's Michael. I was worried for a Yeah, second. no, we, we know Michael. Do we, though? We love his cupcakes. 
I love his cupcakes. <laughs> They're not moist, though. Whatever, whatever he just gave he us, like that a, little Debbie, it was good. Well, he gave us a little Debbie. It was Debbie. pretty good. But the frosting, I want more frosting. Do you know what episode we're watching next? We're watching Rose, Portrait of a Woman, where it's Miles' birthday, and Blanche suggests that Rose should give him naughty pictures. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh I love naughty pictures. A lot of Rose and Blanche episodes that have to do with naughty pictures. Well, I guess yeah. just the two. <laughs> okay. Anyway, guys, this has been like- Out on the Lanai. And you can go to AdamLanai.com and all the Facebooks and the Twitters and everything. I'm H. Alan Scott on everything. And I am Squidzy on Instagram. And I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And our four-year anniversary is coming up. Yeah. September what? September 24th? September 28th, 28th 2014. We launched this podcast. The very first episode of Mm -hmm. this podcast. So it's coming up very soon, which is exciting. Yeah. What's the four-year anniversary gift for podcast co-hosts? Well, I... Is it paper? I, I don't know. I think a podcast wouldn't be paper. No, it wouldn't. No, it'd probably be headphones. Headphones? Yeah. Okay. But so I have maybe... headphones. Oh, I could use some. Really? Maybe an anniversary gift or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so if you want to donate to the podcast. <laughs> if you want to donate to the podcast as an anniversary gift, <laughs> or if you uh, don't want to donate or if you can't donate, you could also just go to iTunes yeah. or wherever you listen to your podcast and rate and review and yeah. give us a bunch of stars to Definitely. say happy anniversary to happy us. Happy anniversary. I get the rose. No, wait, that's birthday. Oh, no. I get the corner of the cake. Yes, Wait, we know you're that. you're actually talking about I'm actually. Scene. I'm just quoting the show I that just, we love I'm, so much I'm that this podcast on, is based on that we've been doing for four years. I'm, Happy anniversary! I'm still on frosting. Mm. Mm. Well, guys, as always, stay, stay golden. golden! And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.